Welcome to Sister Chicks in Christ. You know, we were born to dream, right? It's in our nature. God is a dreamer and we're made in God's image, so we dream. When we create, we're just taking plans from our dream world and pulling them into reality. God tells us in Jeremiah 29:11 that he has a plan for us, a plan of good, not evil, to give us a future and a hope. He has put dreams and passions in your heart, and it's up to you and me, sister, to say yes and follow him. Today, we have two-time Dove Award-winning Christian recording artist, Babby Mason, joining us for our first episode. She's going to share how she said yes to God and how over three decades later is still chasing and living her God-inspired dreams. She's going to inspire you, sister, to make the most of your God-given potential. Thank you, for uh, Babby, for joining us today for the first episode of Statistics and Christ. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Today we're talking about pursuing God-given dreams and passions. Before you became a recording artist, and you were a middle school music teacher, but left to pursue singing and songwriting. When did you first feel God's nudge in this Well, I think I first started feeling the nudge toward ministry long before I quit my job as a school teacher. I think I was born into it. My my father was a pastor, and my mom was a wonderful singer. And I think they saw the propensity um, and my love for music when I was very, very young. We had an old upright piano in our home when I was a little girl, and I used to pick out nursery rhymes and little church songs well before I even started elementary school. And so I think they saw that leaning towards music when I was just a little girl. And I got involved in the church choir and started taking piano lessons and playing for the kids' Sunday school class. And um, the next thing I know, I was playing full-time for the church by the time I was nine years old. So, you know, I think my path was just destined um, to head me toward the music, you know? Right. It sounds like it. Were you afraid to take that first step in as a teacher and step out into the unknown? Well, I think any any dream that's bigger than you takes courage. And of course, stepping out into the unknown was was yeah, was kind of scary because before I, even before I quit my job, I was um, you know, my music ministry was developing and it was growing and I was, you know, when I first started singing more as a profession, I would sing, you know, in my hometown. And just like the Bible says, you know, you start at home and then you branch out in your neighborhood and and then in your city and then your county and your state and your country and your world. And ministry really began to grow like that for me. And I started singing in my own home church. Well, once we got married and I moved south to, to Georgia and my church was very supportive. And so I would, 
you know, sing at church and then I'd sing for a women's prayer breakfast or a ladies luncheon and and then for the county prayer breakfast and then for the governor's Christmas party and then for the Billy Graham crusade. And then I was going to Japan with Billy Graham and singing for, um, you know, um, churches across the state and across my region in the southeast and then across the country and it started to get really difficult um when i was trying to balance all of this and and that does take courage because you have to make decisions i had to make decisions not just for me but for my family for my children and all of that just kept me before the lord because i wanted to do the right Thing. I wanted to do what was right for my family and for me. And all of that takes so much prayer and preparation. So yes, it, it took a lot of courage to make a lot of those decisions. And some of those steps were giant leaps of faith. And um, so when you're trying to leap across uh, unknown territory, it can be quite intimidating. But as the old, as I heard somebody say, sometimes you have to do it afraid. And um, but the Lord has always been faithful and I was able to make a lot of those decisions and many of them um, even today are still bearing fruit. When how many years did it take you to find success? Well, I guess it depends on how you define success. Um, You know, a lot of times we equate success you know, in the terms of, you know, number one records or, or awards or uh, the, the size of the stage and, and all of that eventually would come. But I like to equate success in seeing, seeing any part of your dream come true. You know, when you can realize any part of your dream become a reality and, um, I kind of look at it like in three, in like a threefold, like a like a threefold cord or like a braid. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can, number one, if I can bring glory to God, then that's a success. Right. If I can impact somebody's life, that is a, that is a success. If I can find joy in what I'm doing, I can consider that a success. And when when you can really do all of those things as a result of, of what you're doing, then not only is that a success, I think that is a part of the will of God. And so I began to see those things happening in my life. I began to get um, feedback from others who were listening to my music, and they started to write me letters, and then eventually send me emails, and I would get you know feedback from people on a daily basis whether they would come to my product table after the concert or whether they would drop me a card in the mail or whether they bought my, my CD or I hear, heard my music on the radio, I could see that my music was making an impact and that, there, that let me know that this part of my ministry is a success, um, that people besides my mother was, was loving my music. Um, and I could consider that a success. And then as a result of that, because the, the ministry was a blessing to others, then God got the glory. If I could do something that impacted somebody's life and, and made a, a path where they could get closer to God, well, that's what I live for. So I could definitely consider that a success. 
and eventually that would bring me that whole process brings me great joy to create a new song to sing that song before people and then they come to my product table and tell me hey I want that song it really blessed me and then they tell me you know later on that the song influenced their life in some way well I consider all of that a success but then eventually you know the, the awards would come you know larger stages would come um, international opportunities would come, television and radio and all of those things that we consider a success in men's eyes, those things came. But I think even long before that, because of what I just told you, I considered this ministry a success. And it definitely has. But you spent at least, what, over uh, three decades um, singing and songwriting. Uh, fully qualified did you have a, a plan that led your success as a supporting songwriter did, did I have a plan for my success um, you know did you have a plan or, or that, that kind of led you to keep on pursuing goals and having that in front of you we're talking about doing um, given Yes, to an extent, because once I started recording for record labels, they kind of create that plan for you. You know, it's called a, a marketing plan or a recording plan or, you know, once you sign a contract with a label, those expectations immediately fall into place. Um, so I started recording for Word in 1990. And, um, you know, made 10 records with Word. And uh, that comes with, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone and writing the best songs that you can and traveling and touring and um, communicating and writing and publishing and all of those things began to, um, to, to kick into place. So, yeah, there, there was a plan. But I also uh, have left and still leave room for God to allow one thing to lead to another. And I think that that has been the theme song of my life in ministry is that one thing has always led to another. And God has always allowed one door to open up to another door, to open up to another door. Because when I started out singing 36 years ago, songwriting was not even on my radar. I, I had no plans to even be known as a songwriter or even as an author or even None of that was on my radar, but because I said, because I said yes, he allowed those opportunities to come. And so um, here I am today, 36 years after launching this ministry in 1984, here I am today, not only a singer, that's what I, that's what I originally aspired to be, but singing led to songwriting, songwriting led to Book writing, book writing led to speaking, speaking led to mentoring and teaching and coaching and training. And that led me to BabbyMasonRadio.com. So it's all been, there's been a link. You know, these things are like links in a chain, but they also represent seasons of growth and hopefully obedience as I have said yes to these um, opportunities that the Lord set before me. That sounds great advice to give margin right in your life to allow God to move and work um, 
What advice do you have for women listening today that can help inspire them to maximize their God-given potential and to chase after their dreams? Oh, that is such a great question because that is the lane where I'm living right now. Um, I, I really aspire to encourage um, people to use their gifts for God because it's in using our gifts for God that number one, we find a great deal of encouragement. I mean, when you can create something and allow that and give that whatever it is you created, dedicate that back to God, and then hopefully uh, allow, use that vehicle, whatever that is, to serve God in some capacity. And so my, my very first thing, particularly to those, you know, I work a lot with creative singers, songwriters, authors, speakers, people who are using their creative gifts for God. I, I really encourage you to maximize your skill. Um, you, you talked about the book, um, Fully Qualified. That's my most recent book. And one day I was reading 1 Samuel chapter 16, and it's the story of David before he was anointed as king. And it so happened, the story goes, that King Saul was experiencing great emotional distress and one of his servants came to him and said, you know, listen, if we get a, a musician over here to play for you, we believe, I believe you'll feel better. And the king said, that's a good idea. Find someone. And this servant spoke on David's behalf and he mentioned several qualifications that David had. And he said in his um, representation or his recommendation of David, he said this about him. He's a skillful musician. He's a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well. He's good looking and the Lord is with him. And I thought when I read that one day, it's like, wow, those are great, great qualities and qualifications for anyone who wants to pursue ministry or business or be a success in any of those um, areas. And so I wrote that book fully qualified around those six qualifications for anyone who wants to pursue ministry or business. and. So that would be a part of my recommendation to those who are listening today, that if you want to launch a ministry or you want to launch a business, um, look at those qualifications and start there with, you know, with your calling. And once you've decided, okay, this is what I want to do for God, then take the first step and become skillful, which means you got to be, you know, in layman's terms, get really, really, really good at it. If you want to be a singer, right. be the best singer you can. And if it means you've got to take some voice lessons or get a coach, then do that. If you want to write songs, attend a songwriting conference. If you want to write books, attend a, a conference for book for authors. If you want to dance, then take some lessons. If you want to cook, then get really good at cooking. If you want to take care of kids, then, you know, get skilled at childcare or whatever the area, fashion design or whatever. It, do do everything that you can to get really, really, really good at what you want to pursue. And I think that's the first step. And then just follow that roadmap. Um, be skillful, be brave, be a fighter, speak well, be articulate, look the part, look your best, be your best at all times. And hopefully your ministry and, or your business or whatever it is that you're doing will get good results to the glory and the honor of God. And so that's, you know, that's what I, I try, I'm trying to aspire toward and use that 
passage from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 18 as kind of my life and career roadmap. I love that. Um, and you're such a great mentor. I met you personally at one of your um, songwriter circles, the inner circle outside your home in Atlanta. And um, such an inspiration as I know you try to build up you know, the next generation and encourage other men and women in their gifting. And so I certainly thank you for that. Um, you know, you, you've had your ministry you know, for, for 36 years and, um, how has your dream, you know, changed? What are you, what are you doing to continue to keep, and I don't want to use this word relevant because your ministry is all always relevant and telling others about Christ, but you know, you've had to change through the decades, right? And adjust with the times or as new technology and social media comes on the scene, um, do you find yourself having to shift your ministry and your dream as you move forward um, in your life? Oh, Joanna, that is such a great question. Um, I have marveled at some of the assignments that God has given to me down through the years. And I've, I've tried in my quest to be obedient to the assignment. I've had to evolve, you know, which means I've had to grow and sometimes change with the season that I'm in. And, mm -hmm. um, so a few years ago, back, so it's it's um, six years now, going on seven years ago, the, the Lord, I asked the Lord, you know, as I entered into the season that I'm in now, I mean, I've been in ministry three and a half decades and, you know, I've got music on um, albums and 45s and cassettes and CDs and digital downloads. <laughs> so I've kind of weathered a few, <laughs> a few seasons, you know. And I asked God, I said, Lord, as I enter the season that I'm in, I, I really want to be, I really want to continue my impact. I want to grow. I want to be able to use the internet more effectively. I want to be able to teach and train the generations. I want to be able to encourage people with my stories and my music. How can I more effectively do that? And I believe I heard the Lord say internet radio. Well, I didn't know a whole, whole lot about internet radio, so I spent um, several months, almost a couple of years, just researching internet radio and how to launch internet radio and how to use the how to use the the World Wide Web to communicate over the internet. And I have a my my oldest son is an engineer, and he helped me do some research. And in 2014, we launched BabbyMasonRadio.com, and so. Um, I had, I've had to learn a whole lot about technology. I program the radio station. So I've had to learn about platforms and music and broadcasting and recording and voiceovers and all of those things that it takes to run um, a, a radio station. But the joy that I'm finding working with people like you, Joanna, I mean, I play your music, your interview. You and I did an interview a while back. I play your interview. I play your music on Babby Mason Radio. And I, I, I'm so grateful that God has given me this platform where I can share my music and the music of independent artists like you on the station. And that's what Babby Mason, that's what Babby Mason Radio is about, being able to share my music, my stories, but also the music of independent artists like you. And so I've, I, I thank God that he gave me this assignment, but I think one of the main ingredients, and I said that I kind of mentioned this before, 
when you're doing something on the internet, it can be so intimidating. I mean, you've got social, there's so many moving parts. You've got technology and music and broadcasting and, and voiceovers and programming and social media and promoting it and uh, paying for it. And it can be so intimidating, but the Lord just has challenged me that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and not to be afraid. And this, I think another big part is to develop a really good team of people who can help me and not to be afraid to ask questions. And God has so far, he has answered my prayer above and beyond my wildest dreams and imaginations. Babby Mason radio will be seven years old in a minute. And on October the 1st, we'll celebrate our seventh anniversary and um, of beautiful music and words of hope. And it's a wonderful endeavor. Well, you've recorded, what, nearly 30 projects, um, if I, my research is accurate. Um, what's your favorite? And uh, would you mind um, singing a few bars of one of your favorite songs? Well, asking me what my favorite record is, is asking a mother who is her favorite <laughs> baby, you know? <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> they're all my, they're all my favorites. Um, and, it all, and it all depends on, um, you know, the day and the season that I'm in. Um, but I... I love the song with all my heart. I think I kind of go back to with all my heart. It's not, I wouldn't say that it's a favorite um, because I have so many favorites because the songs minister to me first, you know, the songs minister to me first. Um, But I love with all my heart because it really speaks the, the deepest sentiment of my heart as, as it pertains to my relationship with the Lord and the prayer of my heart. And, um, so that's that's probably would be a song, at least today, that would be my answer. So um, you want me to sing a, a bar or two of it? Sure, yes, I'd love to hear it. Well, the chorus goes like this. With all my heart, I want to love you, Lord, and live my life each day to know you more. All that is in me is yours completely. I'll serve you only with all my heart. Beautiful. You're such an inspiration. And I thank you so much for joining us today. You are a true sister chick in Christ. I can say that for sure. You're the real. Well, Joanna Norris, thank you, my friend. Listen, I want to encourage you. I want to celebrate you and congratulate you on your podcast. And this is what this is what um, I think is so important, Joanna, because you are emulating exactly what I've been talking about. You are modeling and demonstrating exactly what we've been talking about in this conversation is that you you cannot be afraid of taking the next step. And whatever that next step of faith looks like, um, you, you may have to do it afraid. You may have to do it while you're getting knowledge or or training or understanding. I mean, you may not know everything there is to know about a brand new podcast, but you know what, Joanna Norris, you took the first step 
And here you are and you're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to get results and we're going to celebrate you. And a year from now, you will be a pro at it and you'll be ready to go to the next level of podcasting, whatever that is, or the, or writing a book or, or making your writing your next song or wherever that takes you. But the fact is that you said, yes, you see saying yes is the beginning of your dream. You, you'll, you'll never pursue that dream until you say yes. And so what you did in obedience, God gave you this, this, this call. He gave you this assignment and you said yes. And just imagine had you said no. Imagine had you said, well, I don't know how to do a podcast or I don't have the money or I'm afraid no one can help me. I don't have any help. Imagine if you just made a long litany of excuses and it and that podcast n- never came to be well then we wouldn't be having this conversation and people on the other end of this podcast wouldn't be blessed we wouldn't have the joy of celebrating one another and celebrating what god is doing and putting our encouraging words out there but joanna norris you said yes so you just watch and see what god is going to do with this work and i'm really excited to uh, see where this is going to go Well, thank you so much. And I'm so excited. And thank you for the encouragement for our listeners today and for the personal encouragement that you've given me and continue to give me. Um, Again, blessings to you. Have a great day. Thank you, Joanna. And the Lord bless you. And you have a great day, too. Thank you. I hope that you were inspired to chase after your God-given dreams and passions. One thing that we're going to do after each episode is I'm going to have a guest, myself or you, are going to sing a few bars of your favorite either Christian or uplifting inspirational song. You heard Babby share one of her favorite songs from one of her many projects that she's done throughout the years. And I would love for you to send a message. You'll find that message tab on my page and sing a few bars. It can be a Christian song. It can be just some inspirational song, but something that will uplift and encourage others. You never know. You may show up on the next episode. Well, until next time, from your sister chick in Christ.